You wanna you wanna you wanna do a countdown, Ev? Hell you're yeah. kind of the countdown man. I am the countdown master. Alright. Yes. Count of three. We'll start. Three, two, one, action. Okay, hello everyone, and you know, thank you for uh you know making time for the boys today. Uh you know, I'm I'm Zach here with my with my co-host Evan and so- Ev, how you doing? You you doing good? Doing splendid. Doing tonight. splendid, yeah. Yes, I'm doing yeah. splendidly. Well, that's good. That's good. So you know, this is our inaugural episode. It's a pretty pretty big deal, you know. Big big things on to, the horizon. We're gonna try to make it all the way to 100. That's the plan. 100 views. No, no, 100 episodes. Ah, oh, okay. We're gonna okay. make this the biggest podcast ever. Mark it here. I waited till we started recording. Mark it here. <laughs> this is where it begins. I'm putting it down in the history books. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm like, sometime in the future, they're going to like find my remains and I'm just going to like be clutching something. And it's just going to be a piece of paper that says that the start date of the, of the making time for the boys podcast. And then they'll pick it up and they'll be like, what the, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, what's, what's the significance of this? Come on. <laughs> I maybe I'll leave it as like like a treasure map, you know, like like yeah. my kids and my will. It'll be like here here's what you have to go to 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 find my my greatest treasure, and they find find this ancient chest and open it up, and it's just a piece of paper. Just says that. Says, that's what it says. That's the ultimate. Yeah, that's well, it. Dude, <laughs> I'd be t- dude that uh, that'd be touching though, because that means in the end. You're still making time for the boys. Exactly. See, see, <laughs> listen. Even in death, I'll be making time for the boys. Now, exactly. You know, I, uh, as you know, as as we've talked about uh, before before tonight, I recently pre-ordered the the new Mario game, the 3D All Stars. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pick that up soon as well. Um, Is that only out for six months. Right. So I think it's current plan for nintendo is that it's going to be a limited release and they're doing why that is no not really or well at least not that i've read we need the we need to be like the joe rogan podcast where we have like we can just say jamie look that up yo uh what's that all about padre padre Padre. (laughs) our our puerto rican slave will look (laughs) up (laughs) padre padre sounds puerto rican right I don't know. Maybe you were just racist just now, and that is quite a a way to start out your reputation here. I know, I know, I know. Already, we're gonna get dislikes because of my racist future. Um, but you know, it's it is weird that Nintendo would do probably what is gonna be seen as one of their biggest releases of all time for a limited window. But Mm -hmm. you know, I think it might be a good business move because you know, if it's if it's just for a limited window, then it's gonna you know, really push people to buy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly. But, but like, you know, I, I might have made the wrong move. I bought it digitally instead of getting the nice case. Did, did you need the nice? How nice is this case? I don't know. You know, it's it's just one of those things. It's like when you buy a, a one of those, like, steel cover. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I got it for a Persona 5. Right. And, so like, I have, I think, two Yakuza games that are like steel case oh really yeah but you know it, it getting that 
3D All-Stars kind of leads me to a, what I think a lot of people would see as kind of a controversial take when it comes to the Mario games. Okay. And it's okay. that I think, in my own opinion, Super Mario They're Odyssey might be the best 3D Mario game. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's an opinion. It's a, it's a, it might be a bold claim because, listen, I get it that Super Mario Galaxy is like easily pretty, one of the best Nintendo games. It's of all pretty time. fucking top tier, not gonna yeah. lie. And you know, I it's it's actually the main reason I even bought 3D All Stars was just so I could replay Galaxy again. Yeah. Um and I should, you know, be honest and say I've never played um Sunshine, but I've watched playthroughs of Sunshine, which I know isn't like the same thing but you do kind of do, it what does give you a lot of uh, info on like what gameplay is like and right and especially when it's like i watched chugga conroy's that's he's pretty in depth yeah he's pretty in depth so like i i kind of get i know what i'm getting into with the game right 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 um but i don't know i i think it's there was just something about odyssey that was so endearing to me was it uh when you say endearing? So like you like it more because it was uh just like uh, you like the atmosphere, like the aesthetic or gameplay? Maybe it's or... that I like it. it be, it's because the hat mechanic is so unique, you mm-hmm. know. You possess people. Right, right. Which you know is this kind of one of the weirder things they could let Mario do. Yeah. Cause they do let already, Mario do a lot of weird things, though. Right. Well, because, you know, there's already so many, like, like the theories about, like, how Mario is actually, like, kind of, uh, was it, like, insane? Yeah. yeah yes, I've seen a lot of those. And, you know, him... Like, I think one video was uh, he's playing, like, tennis with Luigi, and he just, he just destroys him. Yeah, well, he steps on his foot, right? Yeah, he steps on his foot. That's what I was going to say. Like, he's, like, a sociopath. And then it's like, we're just going to give him the ability to control anyone he wants. <laughs> you know, he, uh, he, he doesn't have to worry about just getting uh, uh, a baked cake from Peach anymore. Because he can just toss the hat. Mario Odyssey's secret ending is that uh, <laughs> Mario takes over the president and starts his tyrannical new world order. Oh, oh. That's... Launches- that's- the DLC, right? Right, right, right. Pay 15 bucks and you can launch nukes at Bowser's Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, and I, I should also say I've never played uh, 3D World, which I know is also uh, getting a Switch port. Yeah, but, I haven't either. I've heard people like that a lot, though. Yeah, it, it just looked okay to me because I think when it comes to the Mario games as a whole, like, the, the whole platforming formula for me is just okay. Like... right. Well, it's like the formula. If we're talking about like the mechanics uh, of, it's really good. I do, but it needs to be, uh, of course, supplemented by like level design. Right. And uh, I have to. I, maybe my. I just need to play 3D World, but uh, the 3D World level design does seem. It's a bit. I don't know. It's not as a. I don't want to say simplistic, but it doesn't really grab me as like maybe in Mario Galaxy where right. you have these really interesting planets that it's just fun to go around in and then also has a like, really good platforming sections 3d world seems to and i, ha- I have played 3d uh, land i think that was on a 3ds so i do i'm assuming they're probably quite a bit similar mm-hmm. uh 
in those games though the, the worlds themselves aren't that usually aren't that uh interesting if that's the right word to use i i know what you mean i think there's just like when, when i hear 3d mario game i have a higher expectation right you know? well it just seems like the focus on there was like purely pure platform pure right. like just uh you know jumping around getting through these levels while right. with and mario galaxy uh sunshine and odyssey there's a bit more of a focus on like uh, the world itself mm-hmm. being something you'd want to just explore. Exactly. And I don't know. I think because like I have new Super Mario Bros. U and, mm-hmm. you know, it's I think there's just something about the pure platformers that maybe as I've gotten older, they've just kind of lost yes. their novelty. Right. Well, because that's essentially what 3D land and world is. It's basically because uh the Mario Bros. games, except 3D this time, because those games are exactly the same sort of uh, focus. Right. You're just, you know, jumping around and stuff. And people like that a lot, and that's fine. I, uh, mean, I would they're... agree that's not necessarily my thing. I need right. a bit more supplemented with the environment. They're, they're good, like, what I would label time waster games. You know, it's easy to sit down, play it for a while, and then just put it down. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And, you know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes that's what you need, which is the whole reason I have... Uh, new Super Mario Bros. U, because it's something that's easy for me to just be like, you know, I'm going to take a couple hours today and just relax and play some Mario. They are they are relaxing. Those games are great at just helping you chill out. Sunshine, uh, I emulated uh, Sunshine on my computer, and that is a super relaxing game to play. It's just so, it's so chill. Mm-hmm. It actually feels like you're on a vacation. I'm excited for that for the soundtracks alone. Because, yep. um, I I might go as far to, as to say that of the Nintendo musical selection, which is full of amazing like musical pieces, um, Galaxy might be the one that I feel like is the best, and it's just because it's that. the one that I keep going back to. I agree with that. So, uh, Galaxy soundtrack is great because it it just has the it has those tracks that just make you feel like ah oh, yeah I'm gonna adventure right now right. I'm having fun. Well, every time I hear the Gusty Garden Galaxy um, music, I'm just in it immediately. (laughs) Did you play the second game? No. Galaxy 2? Really? I've, and you know, I I was going to watch a playthrough of it, and I couldn't really bring myself to do that either. And I think it's because I, you know, the kind of the overwhelming opinion from a good amount of people seems to be that it's just like, Super Mario Galaxy 1. Yeah. And, you know, th- there's not really a problem with that because no. of how fun Super Mario Galaxy is. This of Yoshi this time. I mean, it's a fun game. Uh, though I don't I don't know if I could even really choose which one is better. I think I prefer the first one, just some pure, like, nostalgia. Right. <laughs> uh, but the second game is really solid, I'd say. And I think what what kind of proves that in the grand scheme of things, Galaxy 2 isn't, like, super important to have played is the fact that they're not porting it as well. Right. Well, that's, uh, I was talking to a friend who, like, because we were talking about this as well, and they were, like, confused at, like, their pet, because they're basically, they're, they're so similar, they might as well be the same games. Right. It was very odd to them that they didn't port it along with the these other ones. And I guess it's because they just doesn't, because these seems like they're supposed to be games that are, like, classics, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, the the logic is is that 
Super Gal- uh, Mario Galaxy 2 just isn't considered that important, like you said. Well, isn't the story of the two games even pretty much the same? Because oh, at the yeah, end of Galaxy so. 1, everything kind of resets. Right. I think because Gal- Galaxy 1, the story is that Bowser is stealing stars. You got to stop right. him and rebuild our ship. And I think the second game is pretty similar, actually. Here's one thing I think the first game does do better than the second game. One, I'm going to say, I think presentation. Because like mm-hmm. that beginning intro level where you're just like running to the castle and like there are meteors and Bowser's like right you know, that's kind of that's a that's a pretty striking intro. I, I don't think I don't think uh, Galaxy Two really had that. I don't recall it at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also had I think I liked the overworld in the first one much better because yeah. you remember uh, Galaxy One, you had this huge ship that you could explore. Uh, it was really cool looking. In Galaxy 2, it's like, it's basically this small rock with your face on it. It's oh. it's a lot more underwhelming. Like, you can probably look it up. Right. Uh, Mario Galaxy 2. Sh- Let me look this thing up. Yeah. But it's like, in comparison to the first game, a lot more, a lot more underwhelming. Uh, not going to lie. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to do a complete rehash, but sure. in in doing that they might have just lost a little something. something. They made yeah. something inferior. <clears throat> I see it here. I mean, it's a it's the one where Mario's got the green hat. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it's okay. It's, cute, it, it's not right? the sprawling it's... ship though that right. um what's so small? <laughs> so piddly. <clears throat> and you know i i kind of wonder because my favorite thing in super mario galaxy is actually to play it as super luigi galaxy yeah dude luigi because yeah. listen and i don't know if you'll agree with this but i think luigi's the best mario character no i agree with that well i don't know if i'd say best he's out of the mario <laughs> brothers he's i prefer him best mario character for me is bowser mm-hmm gonna be honest he, is this an interesting take you, you think so i, I feel like a so. lot of people would agree with that really because uh, i think bowser is just because he's like uh because the thing is with bowser right he's usually and it's the same with luigi i think to also an extent uh because part of the reason people end up preferring luigi over mario <clears throat> is because luigi acts like a human mm-hmm. with emotions like a luigi's mansion he uh, he uh, you know can be scared and like has well mario is just stone-faced <laughs> through literally right, right. he's, he's a more relate, dynamic character yeah people end up relating a bit more to luigi and with bowser though uh in certain games they take that to an even larger extent if you've ever played the uh they have these ds games uh like mario bowser, RPG, like bowser's yeah. inside story yeah yeah, yeah. And, the, and all in that entire series they, they gave bowser like an actual and bowser's inside story is great mm-hmm. uh because they give him an actual personality that's right, fun, uh, and I think they kind of even uh, Paper Mario <clears throat> do that with them. Yeah, they do a lot. They 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 do they let themselves do more with Bowser's uh, personality, it makes them fun. That's it, and also because uh, I he's my favorite character to play in Smash. <laughs> well, because you just want to do the like, do grab me and take me off the edge of the map <laughs> move. Like that's all I, you want to do. I absolutely adore doing <clears throat> that. <laughs> You know, it's it's interesting to look at the wider variety 
of Mario games. Because you get, you get like the, you know, we have the platformers and the 3D games, which are the, probably they're the bigger ones. But then you get the, like the RPG titles, like, uh, what is it? It's Inside Story, which probably has one of my favorite battle themes of any oh, game the ever. Final battle theme? Yeah. That's great. I didn't know you played that game. I did. I It was one of the last games I played on my DS before I really? got rid of it. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good game to end it. Yeah, so great. Then they made a remake of that, right? Did did they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was here. I'll, I'll look it up. It was Bowser's Inside Story, but then they also added Bowser Junior into the mix. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. I, I I haven't played it myself. Uh, I actually even heard a lot about it after they announced it. Because that that franchise is the same one that first introduced Baby Mario and Baby Luigi, right? Is that? Is that where they first... No, no, no. Baby Mario was first in Yoshi's Island. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But like as... Um, maybe I should say more important characters. Right. Well, because like my first game I played with uh, in the series was uh, Something Time. Ah, I forget right. what it was called. The, That's where they were introduced. It's like a whole trilogy of Mario games, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because it was Superstar Saga was the first yeah. one that they had. Then they had the time one. I forget that one's name, but that was that was my first one, and that was actually I, I like that one. It was pretty fun, kind of mm-hmm. dark too, uh, and hard. It was pretty difficult. Then they had Bowser's Inside Story, and then they had a fourth one because they did like that Year of Luigi thing, right? And right. that's where it was like the Luigi Dream thing. And I'm gonna be honest, wasn't a huge fan. I played that one, wasn't a huge fan. I don't even think I finished it. Uh. And I don't think I think that was it. Oh no, they made a fifth one. They made a fifth one with Paper Mario crossover. I think. <laughs> the poor Paper Mario series with its yeah, highs and lows. Yeah. You know, it's getting back to this whole idea of like the the wider variety of Mario games. Um, it's interesting to me how the like you the how dark they they get with the RPG titles mm-hmm. because you know. I think Super Paper Mario specifically has right. a really great and well-written story that is pretty yeah. dark. And That's an underrated game. Yeah, no, for sure. And maybe it's because I'm not a big fan of turn-based combat, um, but Super Paper Mario is my favorite of the bunch of, those, of that I, series I, of games. I can understand. I've played Super Paper Mario, so I can get that. I don't know what I'd pick because I haven't, I haven't played the first one. I've played the second Thousand Year Door, which I think people generally believe is the best one. Right. I've also played Super Paper Mario. And then I played Sticker Star. Which, which... is obviously your favorite. You don't right. have to go any farther. We know that you liked <laughs> slapping the hammer sticker on everything. And, it was just and listen, I, I've heard the opinion, right? Because uh, that like, oh, you shouldn't restrict... You shouldn't restrict the uh, Paper Mario franchise if they want to do more creative things. It's like, okay, fair fair opinion. But if they're going to do that, I'd prefer if they made games that were good. Because I don't think Sticker Star is good <laughs> at all. I did not I did not like it. And it wasn't just because it was different. Because Super Paper Mario is also different. And I thought that was a great game. Right. Well, you know, I think what Super Paper Mario did right that the others struggle with is that you know, the, the first two games had this very kind of strict turn-based combat, which was fine. It worked just fine. The, game, the games are fun. 
And then all that Super Paper Mario really did was said, we're just going to make it more like your normal Mario games where it's just like you're jumping on things and things like that. Right. But, but it worked because, you know, it, it's not like they were pushing any boundaries, really. And right. then you get to Sticker Star Saga, which, I, you know, it's like they had... We had they, to collect, they, like, stickers to right. combat. And I just thought that was so annoying. Well, they had, they had good intentions, but I don't think it ended up being exactly maybe what they thought it would be starting right. out. Maybe it just sucked at the game, but I just thought it was kind of tedious to basically <laughs> just have to collect your attacks. Right. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of the same problem with uh, one of the Kingdom Hearts games is Chain of Memories is what it's called. And it has yeah, kind of a me. similar thing where you're, as you go through the worlds and you defeat creatures, you pick up cards and yeah. you use the cards for attacks. And it's like, you know, you, you eventually you run into a problem with those games because of the fact that like i don't think there's unless you truly know what you're getting into before you go in you're going to hit a wall at some point where you've used up either all your good attacks or you're tired of grinding and looking for new things and slowly that system of combat just saps the life out of your game yeah well it just makes it tedious to play and eventually all i think rpgs are going to face that to an extent Mm-hmm. It's like, a, you know, a grinding in order to like get your level up is something that's rather common. However, uh, RPGs should probably be trying to mitigate that problem rather than extenuate it. Like, right. uh, like in uh, Chain of Memories and Sticker Star. Now, what's your uh, opinion of Origami King and its combat system? Uh, now, from what I, I haven't seen too much about Origami, because that's the newest one, right? Right. So Origami King, that combat is like a uh, – because you have to, like, stand in the middle of this platform, right? Right. And then you, like, have to move. You have a certain number of times you can move the enemies around you, and then you choose an attack to do. Is that how that – Right. That so really right? my understanding is it's, it's kind of like a puzzle during combat yeah. where you have to line – you want to line up the most number of enemies in a row or like enemies in a row as you can. Right to maximize your attacks oh they have to be the same um well that will help your like it'll give like damage modifiers i'm pretty sure if they're all the same um because i watched uh critical play it or i I believe it was critical who played a bit of it and i think not not to say that these paper mario games need to be hard or anything but i think there definitely comes a point where you've made your game too easy and that's the only worry I have about Origami King is that maybe because it's a puzzle style of battle, kind of, that they might have made it too easy in order to encourage players to keep going. I see. I see. Well, that can be, well, because uh, Sticker Star, I think, might have had the same issue where it wasn't mm-hmm. even difficult. It was just kind of, if you get the right stickers, you're good. Right. Uh uh, I haven't. I don't know if I have too strong an opinion on the combat since I haven't played it. I will say right. it definitely doesn't. It doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest about that. I'm not sure if I'm too interested in that sort of a uh, combat. Uh, yeah, but you know the the Paper Mario series also has run into an interesting problem that's made pretty evident in Origami King. 
I think, because they're not allowed to make um, like new character, new canon Mario characters, I guess, to an extent. What? Like they, there's a reason they have to use like Shy Guy and the villains are like the bosses you fight are like staplers and stuff. It's because I read something that said Nintendo basically doesn't want the Paper Mario series making like villains again why is that I don't, a thing i don't know like I, I'm looking this up. they you know you have a successful franchise and one that's obviously loved by many so why wouldn't you want them to work with what, your what? material okay ign the developers of paper mario have revealed that they are no longer allowed to make characters that touch on the Mod mario universe or modify existing mario characters yeah what How, okay so to what extent does this because uh, like are they allowed to not make any new characters at all like well, they can't even make new enemies or? it's interesting because you know they have new companions like you in this game like there's a Babam companion and I think probably a Goomba. You know, the usual assortment of companions you'd get in a Paper Mario game. But like villain-wise, they have this origami king, you know, this origami villain and an origami oh. helper. Um, but, you know, it's like all the bosses. So, that's the reason you have to fight like a box of crowns and... Stuff like that. So that's that. why Sticker Star, because Sticker that was in Sticker Star, right? Where you had to fight, I believe that's where that was. Or is that in Origami King, too? You have to fight a box of crowns in uh, Origami King. What the? That's ridiculous. I, I'm reading it right now. This guy named, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, uh, Kensuke Tanabe. Wow, how awful. How I, awful I know, of you to I know. his name. <laughs> I know, I probably was terrible. Uh, he says, I believe he's a developer. Uh, he says, since Paper Mario Sticker Star, uh, it's no longer possible to modify Mario characters or to create original characters that touch on the Mario universe. That means if we aren't using Mario characters for bosses, we need to create original characters with designs that don't involve the Mario universe at all, like we've done with Ollie and the stationary bosses. Now, that's really... That's an odd statement, like, that don't right. involve the Mario universe. What does that mean? What does that mean Ollie? we're going to reach a point where it's like... The Paper Mario games are so disconnected that maybe they get a complete rebranding. So, okay, so that's why they're... Okay, okay it started to make kind of sense now. Because, like, Ollie is just literally a folded up yeah. napkin. That's all he is. And I, I, it makes for... sense why they're... What? Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, now it makes sense why they're trying to... Because usually, well, it was before it, and the first three Paper Mario games, they actually had... Everything was just made out of paper, for the most part, but now they've been trying to make it to where, like, ooh, now it's kind of in the real world. Now mm -hmm. we've got staplers and cardboard <laughs> and stuff, because they have to sort of distance themselves. Right. Extremely lame. I'm waiting for a Paper Mario WWE edition where John Cena <laughs> pops up in origami form. The secret final boss is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> he just comes up like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? And then it's a super move on Mario. Dude, that's I didn't know that. That's insanity. Considering yeah. that Paper Mario has created 
some fantastic characters in the past as well as fantastic uh bosses and stories and now they've been limited to such an insane extent yeah it's i don't know i think didn't did sticker star was it a 3ds only release or did it also okay because i played it on my 3ds yeah that that might be part of why you know that game probably didn't do as well because you know up until then you the two of them were on the gamecube and then you had the one on the wii why not make it for the wii u well here's the thing about that because i don't know if it's purely because of 3ds but i think Mm -hmm. it's also because uh they probably i don't think they uh, i get the feeling they didn't market it too hard that's true too because you know i only really knew about it because i happened to see it when i was at gamestop one time and i looked it up and saw the bad reviews and then i think like later i ended up talking to you about it and just it's sad it's sad that a good franchise has kind of had to you know distance itself and kind of lose its roots a bit yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, because like Sticker Star was so. Because like, here's the thing about Super Paper Mario. Uh, it's on, like, the combat's different, right? But it still felt like, I believe, it still had that Paper Mario feeling. Mm-hmm. Very vague way to put that, but you kind of get what I mean. It still felt like it was a Paper Mario game. Right. Well, uh, I, think, I think you look at the storytelling style of, of yeah. those three games, and the feeling you get as you meet new companions and. It, right. like the interactions you have with um random characters throughout the story well and even it's with very in line even with just how paper how in those games uh mario interacted with the the world itself it felt consistent between those mm-hmm. uh, games and then in sticker story it feels like kind of like whiplash where suddenly the story is not so involved uh i don't believe we had a lot of characters in that game like because usually in paper mario you have an assortment of uh characters you meet right you assemble your own team avatar in (laughs) mario form yeah uh you in the in sticker star you just had like your companion and then Mm -hmm. you also they also changed it toward like it was very non-linear i believe you could kind of go anywhere from the start Hmm. Uh, i might be wrong on that because uh I uh, i might just remember that wrong but i do know they had this overworld thing like a very similar to what you have in uh mario bros uh wii u and whatever right right uh so it was like and, and it all just felt very like i'm not really sure how to put this into words but it, that's when they started also like putting like this real real world stuff in there i believe it right. just felt very like the world had sort of lost its internal consistency there, there's kind of like a a certain innocence to the Mario world that was suddenly lost or right. It almost felt like too, like kind of meta. I was like, yeah, yeah. uh, Kind of weird. We, we don't need the fourth wall broken in that way for our our paper Mario games. Uh, I'm not sure if I said that correctly, but it it just, the point is, is that it just felt different. The tone overall through these small things uh, were very, were vastly different. Yeah. You know, another Mario game that's in that RPG format that I'm sad hasn't really had anything done with it is the Super Mario RPG game. I have to play that still. 
It is like got it, so good. I've got it downloaded on my uh, computer, and I have the emulator for it. I just have to actually like play it because I've heard that's like a lot of people think that's the best or Mario RPG period. I mean, the the combat, even for turn based combat, which I'm just usually I can't stand, but you know that game, Persona Five, and Pokemon. I think those are like the only three games I can stand their turn-based combat truly um and then of course as with every other mario game the music is just top-notch the whole time especially um the i think it's the lost woods theme i want to say that's or it's something like that you know there's you go through a maze of woods and there's a theme that plays when you meet a character and it's just really great also, it's interesting that you, it's, it's another moment where you can have like, you know, you, Peach is going to be doing some fighting with you and things like that. Like yeah. you're, you're assembling some companions like you do in Paper Mario. Right. And you even got Bowser in there as well. Right, right. Was Bowser a playable character in Super Paper Mario? He was. I'm, I'm almost certain he was. Because in yes, Super Paper was. Mario, you play as Mario... Luigi, Bowser. Do you get a section as Peach as well? I think you actually do play as Peach. Yeah, uh, I think you do. I might be, I might be wrong, but I believe you do. I feel like it's been so long. I kind of want to play them. Super. I want to. I kind of want to play that game again. It's been yeah. years. It's been years. Because <laughs> I remember, like, that, that was the last game I played on my Wii. Because man, I mistreated that console. There were a lot of really great games for the Wii that I just never got around to playing. Dude, I just looked up Super <clears throat> Paper Mario characters and I just got like nostalgia whiplash. <laughs> I'm looking at the screen. Uh, you remember that? You remember the chameleon character? Yeah. Yeah, and he goes yeah. on a date with Peach. <laughs> My God. Oh, man. I, tell uh, you, the, I really love the main villain. Right. Yeah, he was good. He was good. I think this this podcast has just turned into us just fawning over Super Paper Mario. Well, you know that's okay. We <laughs> we can sit here and love on Paper Mario all we want because you know what Mario's he's one of the boys. We're we're making time for a boy right now. He's making making time for one of the boys. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with making time for the boys mid podcast. <laughs> okay. So uh, you said you mistreated your Wii. Well. Because I was the sad soul who played so much Wii Sports Resort that he did, or Wii Sports that he decided to get Wii Sports Resort. And then I mm-hmm. basically only played that. Oh. I, I mean, I sat there and played it and watched Super Paper Mario and Mario Galaxy collect dust on my shelf. That's disappointing. Yeah. I, I look back on it now and I'm just disgusted with my like 11 <laughs> year old self. This is the part where we take a time machine. We go to your house. And we're just like, you better make time for one of those boys. And <laughs> the crap out of you. Yeah, well, I would just, I don't even know what I'd say to myself at that point. Like, I think I'd take my copy of Wii Sports Resort and just break it over my knee. <laughs> just be like, you can't play this anymore. I don't, you're not allowed. You're going to, actually, you know what? Go get Twilight Princess. Go get that game. Get Did into Zelda way Princess? earlier. No. Uh, my my first ever 
Legend of Zelda game that I actually played was Breath of the Wild. No, no way. That's not true. Are you serious? That is true. I That's watched, so late. I watched a playthrough of Majora's Mask, and I was it Chicken Conroy's? It was. It was. So you know, it has the best Majora's Mask. When one. when it Don't. comes to playthroughs of Nintendo games, I usually go to Chuck Conroy just because right. not only is he a completionist, but he's kind of like that innocent fun. You right. Know? Well, he's kind of. Re- I find him relaxing. Yeah. I don't yeah, watch he's... him too much uh, anymore. But he's a he's a pretty calming let's player. I probably haven't watched him in like three or four years, and it's sad because he's probably even longer. <laughs> he's just like he, like you said, he's very relaxing to just sit down and turn on and just listen to. I, the last time I saw him was when I watched some of his Majora's Mask gameplay because Game Grumps made a Majora's <laughs> Mask series, which was infamously pretty terrible. Yeah. And so I was like, he'll do it better. You know. <laughs> and he did. I th- I thought about starting the the Game Grumps playthrough of Majora's Mask, and I couldn't bring myself to do it because I have I hold Majora's Mask on such a high standard. Oh yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna watch that. Then you'll get angry. You'll get really you'll get a bit uh get a bit annoyed. Well, especially because Majora's Mask has so much beautiful side content. The story alone is really great, but then you get the stuff like the Innkeeper. And like all that different stuff that you can find throughout the city as you reverse time and set things back to the very first day. Yeah. And man, I I could sit and talk about how much I love that game. That you've never played. Yeah, because you know (laughs) it's just one of those connections I've made. Like right. right. When I think Legend of Zelda, the first thing that comes to my mind is probably the last fight of Majora's Mask. Yeah. Maybe you fight a Skull Kid, whatever yeah. his name is. Because, you know, the Skull, the Skull Kid stories, it, it hits deep. It's a, it's a sad tale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was actually, I don't know anything about Skull Kid. I don't even no? Know. No? No, because I haven't played Majora's Mask, man. I've seen... Some of Chuka's gameplay, but like that amounts to like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, because you know he's he's like, well, you know, we're gonna start the game, and I'm gonna spend you know the next half hour finding all the collectibles in the first area. And you're just like, right, right. I mean, I'm I'm okay with this. Yeah. And I fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Breath of the Wild was my first like true foray into what makes the okay. Zelda games so great. and Well, that's what it's so int- why that's interesting to me, because uh, Breath of the Wild is so different well, from right. all the other Zelda games. Um, and I'll tell you, the, the Zelda game that makes me want to play more than anything now, though, is Wind Waker. Wind Waker was the game, the first Zelda game I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. That was mine. I really love the art style of Wind Waker. That's what it makes but me want to play it so badly. The art style, exploring the, high, the seven seas... Uh, there's just a lot to love about Wind Waker. I don't know. I I'm hopeful that like the next Breath of the Wild game or the you know its sequel is as good, if not better, than Breath of the Wild. Just because now that I've started, like I'm ready for more Zelda content, and that's why I actually played um, Link to the Past because I have Nintendo Online. Oh. 
uh, Link to the Past. Wait, 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 wait. Is that the? That's not the one where he morphs into a wall, right? That's uh, you know what I'm talking about. No, no. That, that I think that's the the, the remake. The re it. yeah, the remake, the recent one. Right. Um. No, you you do still go to the Dark World though. Oh uh, right. So. So what Zelda games have you played other than? Just Breath of the Wild. Just, just Breath of the Wild and Link to the Past. Dang. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, that's it's the consequence of like living on PlayStation for so long. You were a big PlayStation dude for a while. I mean, I still am. I I mean, I sit here excited about Mario 3D All-Stars. I probably haven't touched my Switch since June. Dude, listen, at least you like <laughs> at least you played your Switch a lot. How many games I have for my Switch? I want you to guess. You probably have like two. Oh my god, you got it right in one. Yeah. <laughs> I have Monster Hunter uh, and I have the Ace Attorney trilogy because of course I'm going to get that. Yeah. yeah. Classic series. You know, I tried really hard with Monster Hunter, Evan. I, I really I know, did give it my, my best shot and I just kind of dropped it's, off. It's, it's not for everyone. It's yeah. also, it's got a lot. If you, It's like you're either into it or you're not. That's understandable. Yeah, I'm a I'm a real gamer. I want to pick up Madden and play that. Okay. Don't even don't even say that. Yeah, pick up Madden for the fiftieth time <laughs> and let them just suck all the money out of your pocket. Yeah, I'll, I'll let EA, you know, ram me into the wall one more time. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, God. I can't help it. I'm literally like a drug addict. You it's are like, an addict. We gotta like, get you to rehab. I don't have the new Madden yet. Ooh. Well, listen, wow. dude. I mean, you gotta get the new. Uh, what's it, what's that? What's that new mode called? Ultimate players. Ultimate, uh, uh, their new uh, face. The, the mobile game. They, oh, yeah, the mobile game they added to their to their sixty dollar game. Listen, Ultimate Team is the bane of Madden's existence. I I know I've talked to you about it before. Yeah. But like, listen, I don't want to pay sixty dollars for a game and then load up one of their supposedly fun game modes and immediately get destroyed by a man who decided to pay an extra $120 so he could have a 99 overall team. Okay? That's the fun of the game. Legitimately, I want you to imagine that there's a little baby sitting in front of you, right? That's that's my 70 overall football team that I just got for joining Ultimate Team. He, he has, like, really nice eyes, and that's the quarterback that they gave me for free that's really good, right? And now imagine, like, The Rock himself walks in and just punches that baby as hard as he can. The Rock is the guy who paid $120. <laughs> I mean, that baby's dead. I'm dead. My team, they're gone. Yeah, but that's a, that's good game design. You're right. And you know what? <laughs> EA, EA found a cash cow, and I can't blame them for... For, you know, using it as much as they can. I the, can. I will always blame them for that. <laughs> well, Are you serious? Have some restraint for your greed. That's well, what I have to say about that. And that's that. why it's a good thing that all the Madden fans are collectively revolting. Right, with, right. They'll, they'll revolt until next year. When right, they buy well, that's you know. what's always going to happen. Until that, let, me, let me state this opinion you. now that um, will I get the next Madden there's like a 99.9999 repeating percent oh. chance that I'm going to get it, no. but I'm going to tell myself that it's going to be better 
because all the fans are asking for it to be better. Okay, okay. Okay, are you serious with me right now? Are you being 100% real when you say that? With, that I'm going to probably end up with it? And th- that you think it's going to get better. Do I, okay, here's the it. thing. Do I think it will truly get better? No. I, I don't believe don't that buy because it. I know how EA is. I know. Well, Zach, if you want it to be better, do not buy the game. <laughs> this is your intervention. Yeah, this has not this changed. Is... <laughs> I just sort of knock on the door. Sorry, I gotta, you know, I gotta head out on that one. Uh, no, sorry, my mom. My mom's calling me. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, sorry. I, I was told it's my bedtime now. Um, so I gotta, I gotta hit the hay after that one. Um, yeah, no, you're probably right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But they do get the shakes. And then... Well, exactly. I'll, you know, they'll walk into my into my room and they'll be like oh my god what's what's wrong with zach is he you know is he sick does he have a fever it's oh he's just going through withdrawals what did he get addicted to something oh he just doesn't have the new madden you know yeah. it's common he problems can't, he can't live without ea trying to <laughs> trying to pry the money from his from his wallet yeah well you know at least i'm sane enough to not be buying both madden and call of duty at least I'm I'm just putting one horse in the race and not two. Is that a common thing? Well, you Madden players. Well, think about it. You you look at the group of people who are probably playing Madden, and you look at the group of people who are probably playing Call of Duty. There's probably overlap there. Now I maybe mean, I'm generalizing a little too much. Well, they're, maybe they're some Call of Duty popular. players are like hitting their fists against their palms and doxing me right now. You know. How dare you say it by Madden? That's, yeah. that's insult worse than anything. But, you know, it's criticizing buying Madden every year is exactly the same as criticizing people for buying Call of Duty every year. The only plus side Call of Duty has going for it, though, is that quite truly it did get better well, this, that's why this past year. Modern I'm Warfare not... was a really great Call of Duty game. I'm not sure if I'd equate the two exactly because like EA, the reason EA's Madden is so uh, singular is because of how insidious the microtransaction aspect to it is and the pay, pay to pay to win sort of a part right. of it. I don't know if Call of Duty, Call of Duty uh, tried to implement loot boxes and whatever, but I don't know if it was, I don't recall it being that bad. Uh, well, I think, I think if you remove I just Modern think it was, Warfare I've, from the equation then you yeah. look at just a track record of like increasingly bad call of duties up to modern warfare and then suddenly they're like okay wait here's a good one you know and th- yeah. that's the problem with madden is and i because i've been doing research on this because i want to make a video on it right so you can track when madden started going in a bad way Mm-hmm. to 2009 right because you look at madden 10 and it's the first madden game to have ultimate team mm. and you know that's when they started testing like, the waters right they're like oh boy look at this new feature cards build a team <laughs> and you're like oh boy i can put peyton manning on the on the steelers wow yeah it's like okay good job madden whatever heresy and, you know, I think at the time, because of the way, like, 
a lot of people were because you know today you can point at things like Fortnite and be like oh see this is why you shouldn't give you know little kids the money to get their v bucks because it's a waste but you know back then it was just like oh i can i can have fun putting my players on teams give me money for madden contracts or whatever you know mm-hmm. but then you jump to 2013 and the thing that kept bringing me back to madden the superstar mode which is where you you know you have your own player that's when they took that away and the connected franchise mode kind of absorbed that and made it like a bare bones poor man's version of it Mm -hmm. and then just slowly they've been incrementing the number of things they remove because like a cool feature they had in like 2013 and 2014's Madden is this thing called the GMC Never Say Never Moments. And what it was, was you would get in that and it would have highlights from the previous season from games like, oh, the Steelers had this crazy fourth quarter comeback where they got an interception and then let a game-winning drive. We're going to put you in control of that moment and you need to recreate it. And that's like, awesome. I'm reliving something I'm connected with because I watched it. And, you know, it's, it's cool to relive that moment, but with you at the helm. And then they got rid of that. They were just like, oh, you like that? I'm taking that away. Stealing candy from a baby. Here, take more Ultimate Team. Boom. <laughs> so, so they started taking away features so that way right. they could focus more. Because like, the more features they'd add, the more time that would take away from them developing Ultimate Team. Exactly. As well as it probably would be distracting players. Because if, t- if you keep those features... Because even if you do, are able to keep those features in while still developing Ultimate Team, mm-hmm. you'd still risk players not playing Ultimate Team because you have all those other features. And that's why I think the worst Madden in recent memory is Madden 17. Because 17 had... There, the connected franchise mode was the bare bones thing we'd had for like six years up to that point. Ultimate mm. team was heavily stressed for you to play. And then they had like the play now mode, which was just like single player fun, what every Madden is expected to have, right? Right. And then they, they're like, oh, people are hating on us hard. So in Madden 7 or Madden 18, here, have a story mode. It's a here. I crafted it myself out of mud. Take this, <laughs> take this mud pie. And you're like, and you know, me, the addicted Madden player I am, I was like, oh yeah, give me that. That's a that's a well baked cake there. And I set it down next to me, let it ruin my shelf of games. And let me tell you, Madden 18, 19, 20, and 21 have all had their story mode things. Every single one of them has been trash. Seriously? And here's what's trash about them, is that the stories are completely laughable. Because, you know, when Madden um, 18 came out, they had their story mode, which they put in in the first place because the NBA 2K games, which, while still being scummy sports games are you know a lot better than madden simply because they they have spike lee write stories for their 
like they get a, an accomplished writer and director to write stories for their career mode. You go through them and they add in interactions between you and other players in the That's league great. and things like that. Like it's, it's a much more complete experience. Right. Does it feel like something that's just been tacked on? Right, right. Like an actual feature. And Madden was like, oh, people like that? Well, we're just going to copy that. That's okay. So at the time, there was this Netflix series called Last Chance U that was pretty popular. It's just like, oh, you didn't do well in college or make the NFL. So here, we're going to fast track you through some combine drills and you'll make the NFL. And Madden was like, I like that. I like that a lot. And then they took it and made it into a story. Except it's not a very good story. Not at all. You you go in and the only highlight moment is Dan Marino comes in, famous Dolphins quarterback, and he's like, let's play a game of football against each other. And you do that. And then you make the NFL. A great story. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, that story was like, it's okay. At least Madden tried to do something new. I appreciate the effort. Madden 19 rolls along and they've decided we're going to do another long shot story because the story was called long shot mode. And we're going to include the same characters, except that now they didn't make their big NFL break at the end of your last one. Oh, it's an alternate, it's an alternate like universe, an alternate timeline. No, it's the same timeline, except, you know, all that effort you put into making yourself great in the franchise mode you get into after that. It's just like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. You just sucked. You just did bad. The darkest timeline right? Madden. And, you know, that is that Madden game. I yep. um, I didn't complete that franchise mode. Really? I played, I played like an hour's worth of it and put the game down, and I don't think I touched Madden 19 again. Oh, my God. Wait, wait. You just played the story and then gave up on the entire game? Well, because it gets into that larger point of I don't want to play Ultimate Team because I'm not going to pay money for good players and you know for for a while there was a time where it's like my family's not really interested in playing madden with me so you know i don't really want to just sit and play exhibition mode so i'm just i'm just not interested in this one and then i so bad about the story that made you just stop i it was literally just that it was so boring i sat there and i'd already been through all the the tropes of what I was expected from this long shot story, you know? So I just didn't want it. I didn't want it. I put it away. I didn't want it. Then Madden 20, they're like, okay, we've heard you. We've heard you. We're actually just going to have you be a college player. Do well in college. You can get drafted. And I'm like, are we getting back to superstar mode where you come out of college and get drafted? Okay. Okay. I'm with it now. Um, and then that story was bad because because literally all it is is you you out of high school you're going to this team you commit to it and you get there to the college and they're like actually the number one recruit in the country decided to come to our school so you're playing backup and then it gets to senior year you're in the playoffs and the main guy gets hurt shocker and they're like okay this is your one chance go in there and prove yourself and you like, win the game. Right, you win the game, you make the you make the team, you go into the NFL, big whoop. 
you know, but, but it was, you know, they, they added college football, which was like, yeah. Oh, you know, that's something a little nice. Wait, when you say college football, like, do they even have college players in the game? Um, well, you know, that's the thing with college football players is well, that's up until this year they didn't have, you, you couldn't put player likenesses in because, you know, these college players couldn't get paid revenue, right. but they did put the college teams. So like you could mm. play for Nebraska or the Florida Gators or something like that. Interesting. And you know, it was it was fun because it was new. It was something new to Madden. Yeah. And then Madden 21 comes in and presents you easily the worst story of the bunch. Because I'm, I'm going to break this down for you because, Evan, I know you have a writer's mind. Okay? <laughs> you have a writer's mind and you want to you'll want to critique this story and write, oh, yeah. write in, you know, how you think it should go. So get this, right? You, you start out in high school and you, you come in as this recruited hockey player for the school who's going to play football because why not? You can play football. You're, you're a big dude. You're athletic. Wait, you start off as a hockey player? Well, you're a high school hockey player, okay? Who's going to okay. join the football team. All right, interesting. Dude, Evan, you're already Bryce? thinking too hard. Okay, this is Madden. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. So you come in, and the high school already has an established starter. And you walk in, and he's and the coach is like, oh, you want to you wanna play quarterback, right? And you're like, uh-huh, I want to play quarterback. And the guy's like, the starter comes up, and he's like, hey, this is my team. Don't, don't step on me. This is my team. I'll step on you. He doesn't say that exactly, but it's the vibe. Does he actually say he's going to step on you, though? No, it's, it's just uh, kind of the vibe. You that's know? disappointing. <laughs> um, but you, you get to the locker room, and you kind of find out that the starter has this heart defect, right? And you're like, oh, that's never going to come up. That's never going to come up. heart defect as if like, he has like a – he can have a heart attack? Yeah. Oh, my God. And halfway through a game – he starts to have problems with his heart defects. So they're like, okay, well, you got to go in and play. So, you know, you go in, you toss the pigskin around with the boys. You make time for the boys on the field, you know, <laughs> and you win the game, or at least you're supposed to. And then it jumps to two years later, you're state champion, and the guy comes back from his heart surgery stuff, and he's like, I'm cleared to play, so can I be the starter now? And you have a choice to say, sure, you can have the team back or no, this is my team. Oh, you can kick him in the dirt after his heart thing. So I kicked him in the dirt. Nice. I mean, come on, it's my team now. I just want want a state championship. Yeah, what do you expect? Hey, if you want to be the starter, you better earn it, buddy. So he's like, okay, I'll play wide receiver for you. And it's like, oh, well, I'm good. Cool. So you feed him the ball in game so that he can make a good college too. And then on national signing day, you pick your college and he picks the same college, and you two hug, and he whispers in your ear, hey, I'm coming for your quarterback job. Oh, God. Yeah. So it's like a rival thing. So, so you get there, and the, the coach is like, well, listen, you're both good, so I'm just going to rotate you out. Okay? You just got to rotate. And you're like, okay, whatever. Because how it actually works is that if you play well in the first half, you don't get subbed out. You play the whole game, and oh, that I helps see. your draft stock. Well – what what hurts the realism is the fact that because they have the story mode on a lower difficulty than the rest of the game for me, um, 
I go in and put up 70 points on the first team I play and 100 points on the second team I play because I'm good at Madden. Like, this is not something I'm proud to say, but it's a fact. I'm good at Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not trying to flex, but... You know, humble brags are kind of my thing. Um, But, you know, he, you, you go and do these great things, and then the next cut scene is, well, I'm starting the other guy. He's going to be our starter next season. So do you want to go to the draft or do you want to, do you want to go, you know, play, play in the, uh, play as a different position. So you got to choose. Of course you're going to the draft. Screw that guy. Well, that's the thing though, for in, in Madden's ideology to get a better draft spot, you're supposed to say you'll stay on the team, shift positions, play a season like that, then go into the combine and be like, I actually want to be a quarterback. Not what I just did for a season. The story's uh, just bad. It's just, it's just yeah, a dumb story. I'm confused. <laughs> not a, I'm not a Madden expert, though, or football expert in general. So <laughs> Listen, I mean, easily. you can tell they, they brought in John Madden himself, frail <laughs> and 90 years old and probably delusional. And they're like, here, write us and a beautiful a, football story. And he puked on they, paper, and they were like, my God, <laughs> this is the Mona Lisa itself. They went to his retirement home. His family had been visiting him for the <laughs> one, the one yeah. time a year they actually do. They bust in the broom. The smile fades from John's face. <laughs> and they're like, you got to write us a new story, John. Yeah. Every year. Time's up. He's like, all right, fine. Shits so, on paper and gives him, <laughs> gives him gives it back. So, I mean, the Madden games are just bad. I know they're bad. I shouldn't buy them. The only reason the only reason I have this one is because my family wanted to play franchise mode with me. So we're we're all in like a little family franchise mode, and we play it together. So it's like it's you know we have it because it's a nice little family bonding thing. Not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough. Not good enough reason. No, no. Listen, listen. Just sending the cops after me right now. I'm here. I hear the sirens coming. I've already called the boys. They're coming after you. (laughs) Your family's not important enough. I no longer get time made for me. I've disrespected the boys. <laughs> Looks like your time is up. <laughs> then you get nuked. Yeah. So. God. Hammer of dawn. Hammer of dawn comes down from space to kill you. How did we? How did we get on Madden? We went from Mario to Madden. How did we get there? Just. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Uh, but. Looks like we're out of time for the boys. I do think we're out of time for the boys. It's, it's sad, you know? You know, it's sad that we're out of time for the boys, but I appreciate the boys making time for us. Boys yeah. making time for boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do indeed know what you're saying right now. So, you know you know what, boys? We'll be here. I think I think this is going to be a, a thing we're doing now. So why not make more time for the boys next week? Yeah? Yeah, good job, Ev. That was proud of you. He's gone. Ev has disappeared. Wait, what? Hello? I can hear you now. Oh, did I? <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> so you disappeared. Because exactly what happened was, is I was like, yes, yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll... Make more time for the boys next week. Yeah, and then it was just silent. <laughs> and I think I'm going to leave that in. 
you gonna put this in like as a blooper? It's just like maybe. Yeah. 